Did you know this is basically our one-year anniversary? No, I actually had yeah. no clue. Because we started last Halloween, and, well, tomorrow the That's episode That's right, our first episode was Halloween. Halloween, the the glorious inaugural episode that oh started it all. Oh, my God. But then, so tomorrow this episode will go out, but then Tuesday is the official, like, one-year Wow. We've been doing this a whole year, girl. Happy one year anniversary. To us. To us. And to all of our loyal fans. Thank you. Thank you for sticking <laughs> by us for a whole year. year. Wow. That's a long time. How we've changed, how, how we've, we've grown. grown. Wow. Yeah. The things that can happen in a year. Truest. Welcome back to Cousin Time. Cameron and Jessica are college friends turned postgrad roommates learning to navigate the world. Join us as we reminisce on our childhoods, rationalize our Sunday scaries, and ruminate on some spooky, spooky times. Arguably the spookiest of times. The spookiest of times, the lowest of lows. Mm -hmm. We're going to take you through times in our life when we've been scared. (laughs) Absolutely scary. (laughs) And they come in a whole lot of shapes and sizes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Big scares, small scares. (laughs) Scares in between. A time when we collectively had a few back-to-back scares was when I came to visit you in Brevard, yes. May 2022. Circa May 2022. Memorial Day weekend, mm-hmm. two girls in the big city. <laughs> and can we also talk about how, well, maybe we could talk about how that weekend, another scary aspect of that is that weekend almost didn't happen. <gasps> Yes, that was our makeup weekend. Mm-hmm. It was our is our honeymoon. <laughs> it was our honeymoon after our big fight because we've only ever had one big true fight, mm-hmm. and it was the weekend before. Mm-hmm. But this weekend was on the docket. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a long term plan. Like we had planned it like two weeks prior. Yeah, we said let's and let's then do it. The week after, we were going <laughs> at each other, and then we said let's kiss and make up, mm-hmm. and so then we said let's go on our our weekend trip our, our weekend getaway our getaway to like repair, now that we're friends again to repair our relationship to make amends mm-hmm. and it was honestly fine yeah we had a well <laughs> we, we had, had a time we had spooky times but we but were not because of each other no if anything no, no. the spooky times united us okay so the first spooky time that happened to us there was we went tubing <laughs> i can't remember if we told this story on the pod or not i don't think we have i think maybe like very briefly we're we're gonna go in depth play by play mm-hmm that was okay so just to set the scene we were in my hometown Mm -hmm. she's known for being a temperate rainforest Mm -hmm. she gets boo koodles of rain and we were posting up after a boo koodle of rain and we said let's have a nice little float down the river it's one of my favorite pastimes when i'm in town mm-hmm. is to have a relaxing float down the river i've slept on that river i've taken a full hour long nap on that river we couldn't shut our eyes for a moment we had to be <laughs> vigilant it was the entire time out there something okay so first of all yes it was it was rapid <laughs> We were whitewater rafting, mm-hmm. but it was just girls in our tubes. Yes. Um, we got our tubes for free, though. We got our tubes for free. Thank you, Hometown Connection. <laughs> um, another favorite memory of that happened in that time was when we were walking up, like, the hill to go to the top of the tubing. We passed, like, a mom and two young-ish kids, like, mm-hmm. early elementary school. And she said, have y'all done this before? How is it out there? Meaning, we've suffered 12 inches of rain. Is it too treacherous for these kids and you said oh i've done it many a time it's great because i thought she was asking in general yeah i didn't realize she was asking in these trying circumstances no but in those trying times you sent her who knows if she made it oh god i don't know who knows if her and her kids made it we barely i truly barely made it we truly but i just i was literally praying the whole time i was was reciting some prayers because i said we're not gonna make it i said one of us is going to pull the other's body out of this and the thing is is at least for me and I mean, maybe you were looking at the river and thinking, oh my God, we should turn back. But I didn't realize how bad it was until we were I out mean, in but it. No, neither could, did I. It didn't look as bad as it Because we truly hadn't gotten that much rain. Like, it wasn't where we were concerned. No. We got in the water. It was deeper than it should have been. Because, like, normally... Okay, well, where we got in was, like, a swimming hole. So mm-hmm. that was, like, that was pretty deep. But then, like, once we started cruising, we... That water, like was much higher on my body than it should have been. Mm-hmm. Where we got out was normally up to my, like, mid-calf. It was almost up to my hip. 
Well, and then when we got out, that was the moment where I really said, this is how it ends for me. <laughs> Because I get to the end first, yeah. and you're shouting. Because you were but- cruising. Because I had, I had, I had almost died about five <laughs> minutes prior. Honest to God. And so I get to the bottom first, and you're shouting something at me, but I cannot hear just because of like the how rapids. rapid it is. There's so much rapid yeah. rapidity, if you will. Yeah. And so I get out, and I'm just like, thank God I made it to the end, and I'm trekking across these rocks with my tube, and I climb out. And I remember screaming at you, no, 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 because you were going the wrong way. I had gone to the right side, and I needed to go to the left. Mm-hmm. And there's, can't go over it, can't go <laughs> under it. You have to go across the and river to get back. And you also can't continue forward because there's a big line that says, no trespassing. <laughs> and one thing about me is I'm going to follow that rule. And so now we're on opposite sides of this river that is thrashing with water. And the only way is for me to walk across it. Like, Jesus walked on the ocean. And it was so treacherous just to, like, because there isn't, normally it's a very easy dismount. Mm -hmm. But in those circumstances, it was the most challenging dismount I've ever experienced. Because there there wasn't, like, a, it's not like you float into a stopping point. It's just there's an abrupt sign that says no trespassing. And And you have to stop there. The water's going and you have to make yourself not. You have to leap out of your, out of your raft. Yes. And I said, I'm about to cross these rapids and die, and Jess is going to watch it all happen. <laughs> yeah. A few minutes. But then I did it. It ain't no thing. No, it was, it was I, like, fine. Was you were so the picture of Grace. <laughs> well, a few minutes prior to that, we were going around a bend. I remember it vividly because it was very jarring for me. And there was this giant tree trunk, that a, a felled tree in the river, and, like, the the... The bottom of it, the trunk of it, I was going straight for that thing. And this was one of those trees where it's like, it's it's the, the size of a bear, a grown man grizzly bear. Mm-hmm. It's thick. Because we're all very aware of how big those are. That's the only thing I could picture in my mind. I'm going straight for it. Full speed, full throttle ahead. The rapids are pushing me at an alarming rate. And I don't know what to do because I'm about to crash in this tree and die for all I know so I like put my foot out to try to like push off of the tree to then go like around it but when I pushed off of the tree I flipped I flipped backwards I did a backflip in the water and I thought that was when I was going to die I thought that was it for me because I knew the water was not that was not backflip water mm-hmm. that water had that was Niagara Falls that was Niagara Falls and additionally that water was not sand at the bottom it was cold hard rock yeah that could take a head out (laughs) that was so treacherous of us and when i flipped under there i thought i'm gonna hit my head and die or i'm gonna pop up under the tree who knows somehow i made it out unscathed and i remember popping up with my tube and you were gone you were so far gone i was enjoying my lazy (laughs) rip it was so scary it was so scary okay spookometer for me that was a 7.5 out of 10. I was literally thinking 7.5, but it was like 7.5 because some of the things on our spooky list are spooky in the sense of like, that was a weird social interaction, but some of them are spooky in the sense of, whoa, I just feared for my life. Yeah. And I'd say, no, actually I'm going to hit that with a six out of 10 for the fear okay. of my life. Mm-hmm. I, it was still a seven for me. 7.5. <laughs> I'm just saying about the other things we have on this list. <laughs> well, we decided to follow up that nice, relaxing tubing adventure with a nice little scoop of ice cream. Mm-hmm. So we went to a little neighborhood haunt. Mm-hmm. And your car had been suffering from... Listen. I don't know what. My car has been suffering and still is for eons. I, just to name a few notable moments, having to get um, towed out of a parking deck... Mm-hmm. Having to go out with my dad and Kendrick in the middle of the night, 12 a.m., to disconnect her sound box mm-hmm. because she wouldn't start stop alarm blaring. Yeah. And in this particular era of Sedona, my car's existence, was when the alarm was just blaring she nonstop. She always had something to say, so she was always going to be honking. Always. I never, I didn't press any buttons. It was just like, randomly, you would try to unlock it, or you would just be sitting. You would just be calmly sitting. Minding and your own. All of a sudden... The alarm's going off, and there's no way to stop it. You couldn't, like, you, you, because, yes, any normal person is going to think, let me try to hit the unlock Unlocked. button. Turn or even the alarm. on. But there was nothing you could do to stop it. You would just press all of the buttons, and then, by chance, it would either decide to turn off on its own, or, hallelujah, you got the right one. Mm-hmm. But we are here, 
enjoying a nice little ice cream cone mm-hmm. in a public arena, mm-hmm. okay? And Sudana starts making a fuss. <laughs> and we say, oh, shit. So we walk over, and Jess is pressing all the buttons, doing what any, like, righteous mother would do. Yeah, trying to I'm take trying care of her baby best. girl. But little do we know, there's another righteous mother in town. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's at the car next to us, and her baby is sleeping. And trust me, I know that a baby sleeping is a prized thing, okay? And she's pissed. She's pissed but, like, with me. But, like, you are in public. It's not like we came into your home and started right. bringing a megaphone. I didn't intentionally set off the car alarm to smite you in yeah. that moment. But she gives us potentially the dirtiest look I've ever received. And I've given and received many a dirty look in my life, and that one was the most jarring. It was so dirty. And she yanks the key fob <laughs> out of your hands. And she goes, turn it off, why don't ya? And I said, Girl, I've been trying. It's not for lack of trying. And then whatever she did, I think it was just, like, the devil's timing. And Sedona was just really trying to be a petty bitch in that moment and decided to turn off in that moment in time. So then she looks at me like, you you idiot, you big dummy. I'm like, you don't know. I'm not going to sit here and explain my life story to you. Yeah, but, like, we've been through it. And also, we... We're just thankful to be living right now. <laughs> you don't know what I've been through yeah. in the past hour. Yeah. And you never will. So for me, a dirty look is one of my top five fears. Mm-hmm. So on the spookometer for me, it's a seven. I'm going to say it's a four. I was just you're not really You're not really haunted by those things. No, because you give and you receive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our next little group of things mm-hmm. is... The Adventures of Public Transport, the CTA. (laughs) Because when you get on the CTA, it's a gamble of a few things. One, will I make it where I'm going? (laughs) Two, in terms of like, like feasible holdups, such as like I don't know a traffic jam, but also my safety and well-being. Two, when will I arrive? Three, what characters will I meet on my way? There's always something. There's always something. And we have both been viewing a character and been the character. Because you give and you receive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to just take. No, we're no, We're going to no. give. Always. We're always going to give. I feel like that's the least climactic. So tell that one first when we gave. So I'm sensing a trend here. Margaritas and spooky times. <laughs> hand in hand. <laughs> we had just come from... I'm not going to put their name out there into the world because I don't know how I, I'm, I'm, I'm and still very know in the middle of them mm-hmm. because I have never been so disrespected as I have in that establishment. No, we've told that too. So it's that one. We had gone in there. We had gone our bottomless margaritas. They treated us like dirt. And then when we left, we said, let's make this night ours. We were searching for something to do. Because it was only 7 p.m. <laughs> we needed to do something. We were desperate for an escape room. Oh, we were so desperate for an escape room. Secondarily, rollerblading. Which, thank God we didn't do that. I forgot that. we wanted to do that. Because can you imagine us on skates that night? Yeah. We would have gone to the ER. Yeah. So, instead, we just took our happy asses home. Mm-hmm. And we said, let's make an adventure out of it. I do believe that most of that is captured on vlog. But, really, the spookiness of it is what we were putting out into the world because we were down in that train station underground. First of all, it was stunning. It was stunning under there. Secondarily, we were putting on a show. We were singing. We were doing photo shoots. We were vlogging. We were waving at the trains as they passed. And I saw people look at us sideways. I saw it. I clocked it. It's probably caught on film. This is all news to me. We, after this, we need to be taking a trip down memory lane to our camera rolls Mm -hmm. because there are some incriminating things on there. Wow. So I would rate that. It wasn't so, it was a five. Like it was just right in the middle. It was a three for me. That was just like, thank you to the blue line. Mm -hmm. Thank you to the blue line for getting me home. Yeah. Um, Van Buren and Steve. No thank you to them. (laughs) No thank you. This is a corner in the loop, which the loop is a place where generally I feel safe. Free as a feather. But there is one corner. Mm-hmm. And we have finally learned what she is called. Mm-hmm. And it's Van Buren and State. We clocked it the last time we were there. And there are some unsavory folk. Yes. Who hang out on that corner. Yes. And the first time we encountered this corner was after the Taylor Swift concert. Yes. 
Yes. And Jess, you were navigating and you made a wrong turn. Yes. And we winded up at this corner, which like, it's not even like it's hard to find. Like it is just right out there in the middle of the street. Yes. And we walked past and I felt like. I was being undressed with their eyes. I felt like a cow feels when they walk into a butcher shop. Yes. Um, I believe there was hooting and hollering. There was a lot of hooting, a lot of hollering, a lot of whistling. Cat calling out the wazoo. There was some comments. (laughs) Some threats. I mean, not... More more like promises. (laughs) More like fantasies. (laughs) There was just some things that I personally... Didn't want to know. Like, Mm-mm. keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. That's that's your business, and I don't want it to become mm-hmm. mine. <laughs> and it, thankfully, it didn't. Yeah. But I have never... Um, I never felt so objectified. I never felt so objectified, and I've never put so much gumption into my walk. Yes. Yes. Because, like, the number one thing going through my mind was, like, don't let them see you quake. <laughs> don't let them Hold see you quake. Like, don't drop your crown queen. <laughs> Just keep walking because once again you can't go over you can't go around it you must go through it and we had to just keep Power powering through. through and then we made it out and we said never again but that was the first time first of three because unfortunately we didn't know like exactly where we no. were no when was the third time the second time was on the way to the aquarium the third time was on the way to the soccer game. oh but that was the time where we dodged this. yes because we said oh my gosh and then we looked at the streets and we yes. said never again yes because then one other time we were trying to go to the aquarium and we walked past them but that time we were actually running because we were trying to meet, make a bus to so that we wouldn't have to wait at the bus stop right there yeah because that's the place that i would not want to be, have to wait for a bus it was raining we were trying to go to the aquarium with all our might mm-hmm and we realize where we end up when we hop off that train, and we sprint to catch that we bus. We sprint, and we said, we have to get on this bus. And we did. We did. We can do anything we put our mind to. Yes. And I think we were moving so fast, there wasn't even time to objectify. No. <laughs> if least, anything, they're just saying, those girls are speedy. They, they blinked like, were gone. Compliment me for my speed, please. <laughs> please, I'm begging That's you. That's what I'll take. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yes, when we were trying to go to the soccer game, we said, oh my gosh, that's the corner, and we said, we'll take a different bus. Yep. And now we know. Now we know. So, oh, the, the spookometer for Van Buren and State. Ten. 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 <laughs> ten out of ten. <laughs> that's the spookiest place I've ever been. On that same fateful day that we went to the aquarium wait so much happened that day we went that to the was aquarium. i've never had so many public transport oopsies as i did that day like usually it goes off without a hitch but for some reason we had three rides and we had three spookometers yeah so on the way back from the aquarium just to put things into perspective i was wearing a cute little jumper i was wearing a little jumpsuit but it wasn't it wasn't even like it was overalls. It was overalls. It was overalls. It's, I wear it to school regularly. It's not. It's business casual. It's business casual. There's nothing, nothing sultry about it. It's and you wear a little t-shirt underneath. Yes, and which should be fair. Then he hit it. You were a cutie pie. No, yeah. And so we are waiting for the train, and this man comes up to me. I he's I I, I clock him from a distance. He's saying, "Hey, hey." I'm saying, "Nah," and then he comes right up to me touches my little arm and goes cutie pie <laughs> and then walks on because here's the thing is like i mean i don't want to i don't want to tell you how to feel but mm-hmm. like i feel like in general like women are we are subjected to a lot of terms thrown our way yeah cutie pie it ain't the worst of them i'll take that it that was honestly of all the times that i've been cat called objectified that was my favorite yeah i mean it although was Although he then did proceed to get on the train with us and oh stare gosh. at me the entire time. <laughs> yeah. And that was when he got on the train because I, because we were both independently clocking all these things yes. and making plans, but we didn't tell each other. Yes. It was so girl coded. Yes. Really. Like, men, you will never understand, like, the, fear. the way we are constantly fearing for our safety. Yes. Because of you. Yes. Um, so we were both independently clocked. And so when we got on the train, I moved us to a different car that wasn't his. Yes. But then he moved to get on that one. So then, I was, then he, I was like, okay, He then also up. sat in the seat directly next, right next to ours, but he angled his body towards us. <laughs> he had, look at his cutie pie. He had to see his cutie pie, and I just <laughs> stared straight ahead. And then I was getting worried because he wasn't getting off. Like, we went yeah. more and more stops, and he wasn't getting off. And I was like, if he gets off at ours, like, we both did game plans to, like, duck into this pizza shop yeah so he wouldn't follow us home yeah but then he got off one stop before us so thank god for that i guess that was all well intentioned yeah. but still unsettling still unsettling 
Um, and then the third public transport thing of that day was that when we got... It was the first, though, actually, in chronological order. That was on the way. Oh, yeah. That set us so off. It set us, it's maybe, yeah, I just set the scene. We were on, on guard. We get on our train, and we take a seat. We're ready to go to the aquarium. We're ready to see some fish. We're so excited. And this man comes on, and he is actually, like, not having a good day like we were. <laughs> He's visibly upset. And... <laughs> The doors are trying to close, but, like, he won't let them because he's no. pop, 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 banging on him. He keeps either putting his hand in there or pressing the, like, emergency open button mm-hmm. because he had an adversary. On the other side. <laughs> on the train platform. And he was engaging in a heated discussion with his adversary before he got on the train. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't done. And so he was shouting some menacing things <laughs> to his adversary, including, yeah, I did kill him. Mm-hmm. I don't know, other things of that nature. And then the doors kept trying to close, but he was interfering. Finally, they closed. We were on our merry way. Now, there's a general vibe of, like, unsettledness yes. in the train car. <clears throat> because he did... A verified killer. He did just admit to a felony. <laughs> Homicide. <laughs> One that I personally, like, don't want to be a victim of. Yeah. And so we're all... But the thing... The golden rule of the CTA, mind your own. And it's a delicate balance because you want to be aware of your surroundings. Mm-hmm. But you can't... Don't, don't make eye contact with You don't anyone. want your surroundings to be aware that you are aware, aware of, them. of them. Exactly. Because that's just making yourself a target. So everyone's, but we're all in this together. You know, like we have our team. And But he looks around and he takes a tally of everyone. He goes, y'all scared or something? <laughs> we were all like, oh. Yeah. But no one vocalized that. But then. So self-aware. The next stop. 90 seconds later, you and I, we make a quick little switch of the cars. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we, then we are safe and sound. We scurry away. We say, this is in our best interest. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to look up for our number one. And we did. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, Spookometer for that one. I'm going to say. Seven. Yeah, like seven, 7.5. I'm going to say an eight because it was spookier than the tubing. Yes. Okay, you're right. It was spookier than tubing. So I will also hit that with an eight. Mm-hmm. The cookie thief. <laughs> okay, so a few months ago, I was off to my friend's house, and it was literally 11 in the morning, okay? 11 on a Sunday morning. Not a time where one is usually on guard. Yeah. And I am carrying a little tub of cookies over to her house for a little shindig, and I have to change buses. So I am, honestly, I'm in this, like, kind of rich part of town, lots of shopping, lots of high-end stores, mm-hmm. and I'm gallivanting from one corner to the next. I'm waiting for my bus, and at the bus stop is me, another girl <laughs> about my age, and then this man who is a lot taller, a lot bigger than me, and I don't think he was in his right mind, and he keeps eyeing up my cookie jar. He wanted that. And, like, who doesn't, you know? No, because they were... I mean, I can only imagine they were beautiful. And they were delicious. Um, and I kind of notice him looking at me, so I take a step to a different way, and I notice that he follows, so I'm like, okay, suspicion's confirmed. And then he says, give me a gummy. <laughs> and that confused me, because <laughs> I didn't have any. No. And so I just, I ignored him. Yes. And that's always the first, like, thing you should do. So I ignored him. And then he took a step closer, mm-hmm. and I took a step away, mm-hmm. and he said, give me a gummy. And I said, one of these? <laughs> and he said, give me a gummy. And I said, these aren't gummies. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And then he kept saying, give me a gummy. And I kept kind of scooting away. Um, but there was also not really many places I could go <laughs> no. besides into oncoming small. traffic. Yeah. And, and then he says why won't you share? And I said, I'm sorry, these are a gift. And then I walk away. Yeah. I'm like, I'll just find a different way to get to this party. I don't need to get on this bus. I walk like half a block away. And then I notice he is still eyeing these cookies from so far away. He wants it. He wanted it. And he goes up to the other girly and he pulls something out of his bag, something sharp and serrated. Oh. And he gets real close to her and he starts saying something. But now these two, these two girls are now conversing in Spanish, mm-hmm. and I can't. And I'm far away. I cannot tell what they're Your saying. Your Duolingo can only do so much. Can only do so much. But I do know that sharp and serrated and wanting a gummy that doesn't exist is usually not a good combo. Yeah. And I said, Oh my gosh, is he about to cut her because of me? And I couldn't let that happen to my yeah. girl. Yeah. So I march back over. <laughs> and I don't know. If, I 
just don't know if this was the right or the wrong thing to do, but I do feel like it was a mostly the best I could with what I had, you know? Mm-hmm. And I said, you want these? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Maybe I should have kept my voice a little level. <laughs> Did you yell? Yeah, I was scared. I was shaking. <laughs> I said, do you want these? I think it was, it was more like I was talking down to like a child mm. than I was like yelling. Like I wasn't like being aggressive, but I was like, cut it out, man. Right. I was like, right. you want these? Fine, take them. Mm-hmm. And I threw the jar of cookies in the opposite direction because I wanted to motivate him to go farther away from us. Uh-huh. They so splatter I, everywhere? <laughs> no, they actually didn't. It was a very locked <laughs> Tupperware. And they thud down. Mm-hmm. And he goes, that's not what I wanted, you bitch. <laughs> and he starts chasing me. <laughs> and so now I'm out in the middle of the Clybourne shopping plaza. <laughs> I'm running. But luckily, he did not He did not put his all into it. He ran for maybe five seconds, and then he stopped to take a breather. So then I just crossed the street. And What happened to the cookies? Did he, did he get them? Do we know? No, I don't think so. No, I looked for them on my way home that day, and they were still there. <laughs> so I don't know what happened. I guess he didn't want them. But he I made that very he, clear. I don't know what he did want. <laughs> the, he also made that very clear. He wanted the gummies. <laughs> but what are the gummies? That's not and, for you to know. And that's why like, I wish we could have had like a reasonable conversation, but that was not something he was capable of. Yeah. Yeah. What is that oh, say? the spooky meter for that one, 8.5. Yeah, I wasn't there, but I can only imagine. What does this say? Karen Car and fire. Car and fire. <laughs> I guess we should just go into that. Mm-hmm. That was a spooky little time. Mm-hmm. So this was circa June? July? Yes, July. July 2022. Two. Right? Yeah. Yeah. July 20... No, it had to be 2021. Me and our other dear friend, Diana, we were working at our camp, as we do, and we basically, in between each of, like, the... Like, you have, like, your leaves every week where you get, like, 23 hours off, but then in between each of the sessions, you have, like, a longer chunk of time, so it's, like, two nights. And so, at this point in time, me and Diana were friends, me and Cameron were friends. Diana and Cameron only knew each other digitally. They had never met in person. And we said, OMG, let's have a reunion. Let's all meet in person. And so we did. Cameron came down. We were going on our merry way to go on our leave. And I said, let's go to a lake. Let's go for a swim. It's a beautiful lake. I'm so sad we never had the chance. And we're driving there. This all goes, as I mentioned earlier, Sedona, she struggles. And as we're driving there, there have been issues with her, like, weird smells, things like that. But as we're driving, smoke. There's smoke coming out of the hood of the car. Driving along, and oh my god, the car is on fire, it would appear. The car is smoking. We pause for a second. It calms down. We continue on. It erupts in smoke. There is a cloud of smoke. I pump the brakes. Say, everybody out. <laughs> Cameron. <laughs> Cameron. Cameron leaps out of the car into a, into a bush. If I remember correctly. A bush, but also a ditch. <laughs> like I went down. Yeah. And we say, hold everything. What do we do? It's also important to note that nobody had service. <laughs> no, we were out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> we were out in the middle of nowhere. Nobody had service. And then, okay, some parts of this are kind of fuzzy to me. So fill in where you see fit. What I do remember is being yelled at. Okay. Okay. So picking up where you left off. <laughs> so the first time it was just smoking a little bit. Uh-huh. And so we were like, oh my gosh. But then when it like kind of erupted into smoke... I think I've seen you freak out maybe once in my life. Like, usually in any Just sort once? of, yeah, in any sort of, like, somewhat stressful situation, I typically freak out, and you are typically more of the level-headed, like, it ain't no thing. Sure, sure. So, I'm sure we can all understand why when you say, oh my god, get out of the car, 
I'm like, oh my gosh, like we're about to die. Like in my head, I had three seconds to evacuate the car or it was going to all be in flames. So I said, I don't care that there's a ditch. Like a ditch is better than being burned to death. We were also all in our swimsuits. We were all in our swimsuits, but we had on cover-ups. Mm-hmm. So I jump, I roll down out of the ditch. Ow. I've got prickles all up my leg. I'm bleeding. I'm scraped up. I have to do the walk of shame climbing out while both you and Diana are laughing because apparently it's not that serious. And so then we go and we're trying to get service. We're like waiting on the other side of the car. We're kind of in the, we're not in the middle of the road. Like I pulled off to the side. No, you were. I mean, like it's well, obviously. Like, I didn't have very long a, to act. No, like you're not in the middle of the road. Like you're off to the side. Maybe like one set of tires is in the road, but like that's because there was a ditch. Mm-hmm. They're doing construction work on the road, which is just terrible timing for us. So this guy comes by, and he's like, uh, you're going to have to move your car. I'm like, sir, and literally, said, I can't. You said, she's smoking. <laughs> I actually can't move her. And mm-hmm. he goes, well, we're working on the road. And we just were like, okay. And then somebody else drove by, and I saw the lady, and she said, it's always something. <laughs> He said, so nothing, no help. But TLDR, we, another man came, him and his wife stopped, and they actually offered help. At we, first, though, he said, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and then his wife said, shut up, Bob, don't say that. <laughs> and then Bob told me to get in my car, put it in neutral, and then Bob, and did you help push it as well? No. I'm in the car with the steering wheel in neutral. Bob's pushing the car. Did Diana help? Was it just Bob? What was I, I doing? I don't know what you were doing. Maybe pulling out your thorns. <laughs> and then we, he helps us get it to like out of the road completely so that the, the construction crew could, you know, go on their merry way. And I said, thank you so much. You don't happen to have cell service. Don't think. He did have cell he service. He did, because that's how he because called Kendrick. He called Kendrick and said, mm-hmm. I'm going to kill your sister. And it was like, okay. And his Do you wife want to kill us? Or like, what's going on? If his wife wasn't there, I would have said, please continue on your way, sir. Mm-hmm. So then we get a hold of Kendrick and I say, get your ass out here. And he says, okay. But then, of course, this is more information than is needed, but... My mother is also involved, and that just really elevates the whole situation. The story did continue, but it was not so spooky anymore mm-hmm. once Kendrick got there. It was no there. longer spooky once Kendrick got there. One of me and Diana's other coworkers was randomly there and gave us a jug of water. Mm-hmm. But we were just like, we were just chilling at that point. At that point, it was already a great okay, story. Sarah, Sarah. Yeah. yeah. meter for that one. In the in, moment. In the moment when you said, everyone out. Ten. <laughs> 20 seconds later. Four. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. In retrospect, killer story. In retrospect, you shouldn't have reacted the way you did. In retrospect, the car looked like it was on fire. (laughs) Fair, fair, fair. Okay. (laughs) Voice memo during meeting. That's on me. Mm -hmm. So here's what had happened. I was in, listen, with so much peace and love to my alma mater... Any time that you get a degree in education, it's a joke. It's a joke. You're not learning any practical skills about classroom management, any of like the day-to-day things that involve that are involved in being a teacher. I was in a bullshit class. It was virtual. I was having a terrible time. And I was sending a voice memo to my, my good cousin here. And in that voice memo, I was basically saying, this is a bullshit class. It'll be over soon, and then I'll call you. That was the TLDR of my voice memo. What I <laughs> what I failed to realize is that I wasn't on mute. I was saying that out into the world, into the class. And so I'm recording my voice memo. It's like two minutes long, and me saying, I, I hate this. This is such a waste of my time. I don't even know why I'm in here. This is stupid, but I'll call you after it's done. And then... I, they were, people were still talking. So I was like, okay, I didn't think of anything of it. It's not like everyone paused when I started. But then after I was done, someone said, Jessica, can you go on mute? <laughs> like, that wasn't even like, that was rude. It was just, hey, if you're going to say that, make sure you're muted. And I said, hi, Captain. Were you embarrassed? No. I spoke my truth. I would have said it's their face. That is so funny. Spook immediate for me on that one. Even just you texting me afterwards saying, I, I said that out loud. Speaking meter five. <laughs> I don't know, maybe like one and a half. Okay. Um, getting drugged. 
Mm. This one, low-key trigger warning. <laughs> yeah. This Have we told this in the pod? I don't think I don't we have. I'm sorry if we have. I don't think we have. Um. So when Jess and our other good friend Salem came to Chapel Hill, North Carolina, where I was abiding for mm-hmm. my 23rd yep. birthday, and we went out, of course, to go get some margaritas. Had to do it to him. And, like, yes, it was my birthday. Like, we were enjoying a drink or two. But in in full that night, with the margaritas and the other place we went, I had three drinks. Which, on a typical night out, I will have two to three drinks. So it wasn't... It wasn't crazy. Out of my realm. No. Okay. And it was over the course of two hours. Um... But then, all of a sudden, I was unwell. You were gone. Like, I simply do not remember what happened next. So, actually, you fill in the blank. So, we were out. We were having ourselves a good old time. And we went to, like, many different establishments. Because for any listener who knows of Chapel Hill, it's like a little college town. There wasn't, like, nothing, none of the establishments quite fit the vibe. So, we kept going to different places. Mm -hmm. So, we'd gone, like, throughout the night, probably to, like, four or five different places. And I'd say... By, like, the third-ish place was when things started getting woozy for you. It was right after I had... I think I really only had two and a half because I didn't even finish the I Dirty Shirley. I finished Dirty Shirley. Yeah, I had two margaritas. You also had a shot. Oh, okay. So I had two margaritas and a shot. And mm-hmm. then I had, like, literally three sips of a Dirty mm-hmm. Shirley. And you things got, got extra silly, I would say. We... Somehow, I think I ended up being in charge of the night... And at one point you texted, you you wanted some french fries. By God, you wanted french fries. So we were searching high and low for french fries for you. Went to one establishment and you took a selfie with a Justin Bieber cutout and said, met Justin. And I said, okay. And then we were marching down the road and finally on route to somewhere that would have some french fries for you. But then you said you had to pee. No, that was Salem. I didn't pee. That's why I fell victim. Salem had to pee. So we pulled over. Physically, our bodies. We pulled over into a parking lot. Salem committed a crime of public urination. You, you didn't and commit, you. No, I also did pee. You didn't commit a crime, but you were the one with the most repercussions. All you did was lay in that grass, waiting for my friends. And then you, all of a sudden, rash, bites, all up and down your arm, and they came with a fury and a vengeance, and. By the time we got to our last establishment, you were red and splotchy all over. And my arm was swollen. It was mm-hmm. two times its normal size yes. and girth. Yes. And then by the time we got back to your apartment, we were, me and Salem were blowing up the air mattress. You were sitting on your bed for a minute and then you said, I have to go. You walk away to the bathroom by yourself and we hear the most vile noises coming out of that bathroom. My God. My God. You're, you're vomiting. And me and Salem are thinking... What do we do? And Salem got up and she went and just went to go pat you on your back, I think, a little bit. But throughout the course of that night, I think you threw up like eight times. You slept on the bathroom floor for a little while. Yeah, I threw up so much that night. I think I threw up eight individual times in the course of like seven hours. According to your testimony, I believe you said at least eight gallons. Yeah. And so then in the in the morning, we figure out that the rash I had laid in a pile of fire ants yes. and the reaction... It was not simply what happens to a girl when she has three drinks. No. And in our research, it very much aligns with perhaps somebody put a little something in one of my drinks. Yeah. Um, Which, scary, but good thing I was with my girls. Mm -hmm. Because really looking back, it could have been spooky, but it was more just like silly and vile (laughs) the way I was ill the next day. But I genuinely do not remember anything from... I remember up until we got the Dirty Shirley's, mm-hmm. I remember having like two sips and then being like, I can't drink anymore. I don't feel well. I somewhat remember the fire ants because I remember laying down and then I remember just feeling like the tracker jackers from the <laughs> Hunger Games had attacked me. Like in my head, that's what had happened yeah. because everything was spinning and my arms were just burning and I said tracker jackers. Mm-hmm. And I re- feel like I kept yelling at you like the bees are after me. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then we went home. I... Threw up a lot. Had an alter ego of Jackie Kennedy. You did. You wrote a very incredible testimony of the evening, which who knows, maybe we'll share that on publicly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Honestly, though, I think what was potentially more spooky was the state that we were in the next day. Because the next day, like, I had gotten no sleep. I had thrown up everything that my body had consumed for 24 hours. Mm -hmm. I was hungover. You were hungover, but you were the most well. We went to CVS. We got you some rash cream. We made some butter noodles. And then we sat in your room in the dark for eight hours and watched Heartstopper. We watched every episode of Heartstopper. On the projector that I brought. On the projector. And we watched a whole lot of the Kardashians. And then we were fine again. Oh, yeah. And ready to actually celebrate my birthday the next day. (laughs) But I do believe somebody caused me to be a way that I wish to never be again. Yeah. Laundry room escapades. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll start. In our home, we have a laundry room. And it's a, that's, that's a stretch. But right in front of it, there's this little patch of hardwood floor. A six by three. <laughs> that has seen us potentially at our worst. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say what happened to you. Okay, and then I'll say what happened to you. Here's what happened to Cameron. We were coming home from, honestly, another spooky time, which was that Uber ride after the American Girl Doll Cafe. It wasn't after American Girl Doll Cafe. It was after Navy Pier. Oh! When we... <laughs> we thought that we were... I think we have told this story on the pod. When we thought we were going to be killed because they the person was taking us to a graveyard that <laughs> missing turns then he said i'm on my way and we had just gotten back diana really had to go to the bathroom you said sure you go first i'm diana, a giver diana goes in there cameron's like i really also have to pee and then i'm in the kitchen which is in between those two liminal spaces of the laundry room six by three and the bathroom and all of a sudden i hear oh my god and then I hear the sound of piss on a hardwood floor. And I look over, and Cameron <laughs> is peeing on our floor. I don't know she, if we should put this out into the world. She is peeing right there on it. She still has her compress on. She still has her dress on. As far as I know, she's wearing underwear today. <laughs> and I would also like to put out into the world, I was sober. Dead sober. Stone cold sober. And there's pee everywhere. Because it wasn't just... It was in a little pile. It was a puddle. It was a large puddle. Because it wasn't just like... You couldn't stop yourself once you started. No one can. No. And and it was potentially the funniest but spookiest thing I've ever witnessed as a girl. Um, in my defense, mm-hmm. I was recovering from a bad bout of the flu. Like This was my first yes. outing into the world after like a week of being... That was a spooky time in itself. Mm-hmm. And so I was struggling from Incont- po- post-flu incontinence. <laughs> I forgot about you all. <laughs> and, and it truly was a flu because it's not active today. Like, I'm no, you so researched it. I'm continent right now. But you were having, I think you peed. You could take this out if you want. But I think you peed in your bed a little. You peed on the couch a little. I peed on the couch and I peed on my bedroom floor. Yes. But it wasn't like the whole the whole bladder on my bedroom floor right. or the couch. No. The only time that the whole bladder was out was on that floor by the laundry room. <laughs> because I basically, like, if if I coughed, because I still had a cough, if I coughed, pee was going to come out. It was like I had just given birth. Yeah. And I think I coughed or just said something that made me laugh or something, and I knew there was no way I was going to hold it till the end. I was done. And I said, oh, well. Cats oh, out well. of the bag. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Because one thing about me is I'm not afraid of a little pee. No. You're so brave with that. And then we mopped it right up. Ain't no thing. Hey, let's not say we. <laughs> okay, so Jess was selfish and she couldn't help her friend in a time of <laughs> I was not going to touch her urine. <laughs> um, and then Jess recently graced this hardwood floor. And she's also ill. Yes. And so I think it's just really that. She was ill. She had knocked over her water bottle on the no. couch. It popped open. It popped open on the couch and spilled. And so she went to go get a rag, which I don't know what that would have done. It was a cloth couch. It was just time would have done its thing. But she gets up, and it's not even going to translate well. This is not a story to be told on a pod, really. (laughs) But you're going to do it it anyway. It needs to be told in, like, in a more theatrical setting. (laughs) Um... But she is falling in slow-mo. You all know the viral video of that man falling on ice, and he falls, like, 30 times. That was it. And so she kept gripping everything in her grasp to try to pull her back up. The the k- kitchen stool, the island counter, the trash can, and then our laundry room door. <laughs> but next thing I know, it was too late. She was down on the ground. I 
I don't know what had just happened. And you know when you see a toddler and some, they have just fallen and you see their face scrunch up and you're like, oh my God, are they going to cry? But you know you have to stay calm so they don't. I couldn't tell if you're going to laugh or cry. So I was staying net neutral. And then you laugh and you say, what just happened? <laughs> and then I noticed that our laundry room door is off its hinges. Yeah. It was, it was comical from my perspective as well because it was like, it was a like boom clatter clatter boom like so many things so many sounds happening at once mm-hmm. and all that happened was I slipped on my own foot and that happens to the best of us but then we did have to put in a maintenance request for our door <laughs> to be put back in because we couldn't do it ourselves he had to bring a drill and thank god for Freddie he's always there thank for you Freddie Freddie we love you mm-hmm. but that was pretty spooky spooky meter for the p mm, four seven for, <laughs> for the falling mm, three three yeah is that all of them? That's everything I think that we have to offer for, for you today. For our speaky times. Let us know your speaky times. CousinTimePod at gmail.com. In case, I can't remember if we said this at the beginning, but this is the first of our Halloween series. And our Halloween series is just two episodes. Yes. But it's a series nonetheless. <laughs> so come back next time for some more spooky, spooky stories. Days. Spooky stories. This was Spooky Times. Next week, Spooky Stories. Yeah. So our Aqua Notes this week. I wrote this, but then you contributed most of the items. Things that make me want to crawl out of my skin. (laughs) I was so sick. Things that make me want to crawl out of my skin. The first thing that I put was watching someone tell a bad joke. And kind of hand in hand with that, watching someone say something and nobody responding. That's really hard. Or being that person yourself. Harder. Ugh. That one inspired for me work humor. Like, Mm -hmm. the jokes people make in a work meeting and you... You have to laugh. You've got to laugh. You have to laugh or you're not getting promoted. Right. Thinking about things I've said and done. <laughs> That'll knock your girl down. This whole episode. <laughs> oh, want to crawl out of my skin. Matthew Morrison, when he took off his alphabet makeup, oh, my his cringe makeup, and said, sing something from Wicked. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know like nails when they're on a chalkboard? Yeah, everyone knows <laughs> on a chalkboard. That was a little <laughs> joke. <laughs> Did you think it was funny? <laughs> I thought it was stupid. Okay. When you put on your coat, but it rolls no, your that. sleeves up. Ah! I hate that. I hate that. Like, it's like you have to do your little pause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you ever forget or you're in a hurry. It's sickening. It's sickening. Oh my god. It's like it's like a wet sock. Yeah. The masked singer. <laughs> Specifically when they do their reveals. <laughs> Especially when it was Kermit the Frog. Because it was like, okay, we have another mask. Right. Like, who are you? Right. <laughs> Show yourself. Imagine featuring the 1% circa 2020. That was so bad. I can't believe they did that. They said, we're going to cure COVID <clears throat> and racism. And this Imagine is how we're going to do it. it. Yeah, that was I want to know what that group text was like. Oh, yeah. I want to know who started it. <laughs> yeah. Was Sia involved in that? My money's on Sia. We might have to rewatch that later. <laughs> and then finally being perceived. Like the idea that other people know who I am. How dare they? How dare they? Slays and dismays. My dismay is that within the past week, starting exactly a week ago, last Sunday, I've been hit with the double whammy of the flu and laryngitis. Self-diagnosed. <laughs> self-diagnosed flu and laryngitis. The thing is when you know, you know. No, I definitely think I had the flu, even though you were, you don't, you weren't sure because I got over it quick. Sorry, I'm a fighter. Um, but my flu symptoms were, were there and they were powerful when they were there. And I think what created my laryngitis was that I went to work. I went to school. I didn't, I took off Monday, but then the rest of the week I was there. I was fighting. And by Friday, I could not speak. I could not say a you, single... This podcast like, almost didn't happen. It almost didn't happen. And the only thing that made it happen, which is my sleigh, steroids. Steroids. Yeah. Friday afternoon, I got, I hopped on a virtual call with a random doctor, and I said, this is what's wrong with me. I can't talk. And he said, steroids. And they got you right together. So quick. And thank God for that, because what people don't understand is, like, when your livelihood is a podcast... Mm-hmm. Laryngitis is to a podcaster what tearing your ACL is to to Messi. And similarly, when your livelihood is teaching, laryngitis... Equally hard. I was so handicapped. On Friday, I 
I, I was I, I was the only adult in the room. I looked around at my students and I thought, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. I, 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 my voice is my, is my greatest tool yeah. and I don't even have it. Yeah. Really push the boundaries of my teaching. Truly. What's yours? My dismay is that I just worked so much last week. I worked like all 11 or 12 hour days. Plus I worked on the Sunday going into the week. Yeah. So trying not to do that again. Yeah. Um, Ideally ever. Ever in my life. I just am not meant for labor. Mm -hmm. And then my sleigh. Perhaps our little progressive dinner we had last night. We had a good little night last night. We did, and it kind of came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I had myself a bit of a day because you were recovering. I also had myself a bit of a day. And then that steroid kicked in, and you said, I need spin and charge choke dip. Actually, you suggested the spin the spin. Well, because you said, I need something, but I don't know what. And, and I you said, said I've been craving spin and charge choke dip. Is, will that tickle your fancy? And it did, and it did. And you said, yes. And so I said, get in the car. Actually, I said, I'm getting in the car, and you said, me too. <laughs> and we went to the store, and then we had ourselves a little dinner. First, for starters, spinach tartar choked it mm-hmm. with bread and carrots. Tomatoes you had on that platter, club mm-hmm. crackers, the mm-hmm. works. And then for our entree, we had curry. Mm-hmm. Sweet, sweet potato, spinach, chickpea curry. Mm-hmm. And then for a palate cleanser, we had chocolate-covered dates because mm-hmm. you'd been wanting to try those. You didn't like them. Nope. <laughs> You're just not a date girl. That's okay. And then for dessert, dirt. Dirt cake. Mm-hmm. Dirt and worms. Is it called dirt cake? Though? I've always called it dirt cake. I just have called it jar of dirt. Dirt. You know. Worms. You know what it is. You know. If you don't, you need to look it up. And I'm be having another tonight. It was delicious. Yeah. Perfect for this time of year. Very spooky. Yeah. Um, but it was fine. And we watched Golden Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we watched some Larry Styles and edits. <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh. <laughs> I love those. All right, well, ta-ta for now. See you next week for our season three finale. Yeah. Season two finale, oh my gosh. Have a great day. Peace.